Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey gang, Sylvie here from Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling podcast. And oh my God, guys, it's like two weeks away from Unbound Gravel. I am starting to freak out literally two weeks from today, the day that I um, we did this podcast episode interview, I will be standing on the start line at 3 p.m. on a Friday, June 2nd, getting ready to take off to ride my bike for 36 hours. Absolutely ridiculous. And I want to share with you that um, I'm putting up some random live videos on my YouTube channel just as I go through all my prep and different things. I'm like, okay, I just want to share this. Um, and they're just lives. They're not edited or anything. I just want to get um, information up there for you guys. So go to my YouTube channel, uh, search Sylvie Daou, um, or Unbound. No, just search Sylvie Daou. Um, I've tagged everything for Unbound and, um, and check it out. Maybe if, if you're going for a long endurance event, some of these videos might help you with your prep and, uh, putting things together. But, um, I do love just sharing how I'm getting things together. Like this week is going to be a huge week. Um, I leave on Monday, um, the 29th of May to drive to Kansas. So, um, you know, like I have to make sure my car is prepped. I've got everything so I don't forget it. Food, you name it. But anyways, let's talk about this episode coming up. We have, we're going to be talking to Clarice, Claire Sile, National Sales Manager at Jackaroo USA. And I was just like, oh my God, I got a couple Jackaroo jerseys. They've reached out to me because I'm a, um, owner of a bike club here in town. And I've, so I've got emails for lots of, or, um, uh, kit designers, but I thought I'd reach out to these guys and see, you know, just learn more about the business and how things work and things like that. So interesting story about Clarice. She started with the company in 2016 when she was a Cat One road and track racer and Jackaroo was her sponsor. The next year, she quit racing to focus more on her role in the company. Claire was promoted from account manager to sales manager in just under two years. She works fully remote for the company. So she gets to go and travel around to different events, promoting, helping, volunteering in the name of Jackaroo. So I'm super excited to have her on the podcast. And without ado, let's 
go meet Claire. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie, uh, sitting here in, and I apologize if you guys can hear uh, kids. You can see I'm sitting in my car. I'm in the parking lot of some of a school. I'm helping my friend here with a spinning studio because I used to have a spinning studio and I'm helping him fix some bikes. <laughs> so that's like my hands are all dirty. But we have the amazing Clarice, otherwise known as Claire uh, Style. And she is the national sales manager for Jack Roo. So if you're familiar with the Jack Roo kits, we are super excited to have her here on the podcast. She's sitting in, uh, I guess, is gorgeous Colorado. Your background's nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Colorado, but she gets to travel all around um, at different events. And I'm super excited, Claire. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I always love to get started with the first question is, how did you get into cycling? Because we know uh, you have cycling background, but how did you get into cycling and then land a job at Jack Crew? I want to know. We want to know. Sure. Yeah. Um, I actually started riding bikes because I had a, a very bad breakup. <laughs> and <Yay. laughs> um, yeah, it was it was like a, yeah, I was in my early 20s and I had like a longtime partner and it ended and uh, I didn't know how to cope. And I ended up finding my mom's old, very old rock hopper in our garage. And I started riding that around. And I realized that the only time I didn't feel like dying <laughs> was when I was uh, when I was on that bike and I just loved the freedom of it um so that's how I got into cycling um I'm a bit of an like all or nothing person so I I got into it in a big way um <clears throat> and cycling became my whole life really fast so then I started uh working at bike shops um and through oh. bike shops yeah I learned that people actually race bikes when I first started um, riding and working in a bike shop, I had no idea that bike racing existed or was a thing. Um, so yeah, Especially one for women, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I worked at a shop for close to a year and a half and nobody talked about racing bikes. It just wasn't that type of a place. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so then I learned about track racing first, actually, mm. Um, and I was in the Bay area and we were lucky enough to have a velodrome pretty close to us. Okay. Somewhat yeah. Rare. Um, yeah. So I started, uh, racing the track and, and got into that pretty intensely. Um, that was where I met, uh, Michael Hernandez, who was the sales manager of Jack Roo at that time. Um, mm -hmm. they, they came on as my clothing sponsor. Um, That's and so I worked, nice. yeah. And I worked pretty closely with Michael, uh, for a couple years um, as an athlete, and he was team director, actually, for Jack Brew Racing. Um, and after a couple years of doing that, he just sort of mentioned, like, hey, if you ever want to <laughs> want to work here, <laughs> you should apply. Um, hmm. Yeah, and so I, at Track Nats in 2015, I think, I, I uh, broke my collarbone in a points race, 
So I was, yeah. So I was out for a few months and I was like, man, what am I doing? You know, I should get a a job. (laughs) (laughs) A real job. Yeah. Right. Something that pays me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I reached out to Michael and went in for an interview back in September of 2016. And I was so nervous. I, I like I sat out in my car before I went in for the interview and I called my dad and I was like, <laughs> should I leave? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. What do you tell you? Get get in there. Yeah, exactly. He's like, what are you doing? You're there. Um <laughs> yeah. So Jackery was my first like quote unquote real job. Um so they did end up hiring me, surprise. And uh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I was hired on as as an account manager. Um And I just loved it right away. You know, what's unique about this job versus bike racing is that the the harder and the more that I worked, the more money I made. Um, (laughs) That was not that concept. (laughs) You have to work Uh, pretty hard in the racing world to make money because you got to beat out like 30 other people. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, like a lot of it's not under your control, right? I mean, you can show Mm -hmm. up as prepared and as fit as possible but you know bike racing is unpredictable and that's part of the appeal but uh it also yeah it makes you know making a living off of it pretty difficult um yeah so uh once I'd spent a couple maybe a year at Jack Roo um I decided to step down from racing and just focus full-time on on my career at this company nice so where so how did you move through like you've been there for we just estimated what seven years mm-hmm. um you've and you've moved through the ranks quite quickly how is that like just share about a little bit about the company in itself like sure, yeah. all the like the I get well just share about the company I don't know a whole lot about it and I'm curious sure so we're yeah. yeah we're uh custom athletic endurance apparel our main market is cycling um and so we don't have like retail lines right everything that Mm -hmm. we do is full custom and we special specialize in micro batching um and so we don't require uh like we don't require any minimums we could do one yeah one-off custom kit um Mm. if that's what you want. Yeah. So our philosophy is a little bit different. We, we tend to focus on, you know, like the experience of each individual customer, um, and bringing their custom dream to life. And then of Mm -hmm. course that extends to like teams or events or corporations as well. Um, but we really focus on, on prioritizing the individual. I really Um, like that because, um, like back in the day, because I started racing 2005, and it was a different story back then. Yeah. Um, you know, like we had to pay per color. Yeah. And you imagine like, okay, that's why you get like two colors in a, in a kit because you can't sure. afford to have like three and you had to have like larger minimums. And right. there, I can only think of one company that would actually champ systems. And I don't know if they're around anymore, but uh, they were the only ones back then that would do like one-offs or like, you know, really, really small batches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And we use heat sublimation. That's our process of, of printing. Um, so there's unlimited colors. You can do all sorts of effects like gradients are very popular. Um, 
we even have like an embroidery section where we have some garments that you can embroider. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, and we have, yeah, so no minimums is the big thing. And then our other uh, promise is two to three week delivery from the date of purchase. So yeah, so I, I believe we're the fastest on the market and that's full custom, not semi-custom. Um, so yeah, yeah. Two okay, to here's the other, yeah, here's the other question. Since you're in the States, you have Jackaroo Canada? We do, yes. There is uh, like a subsidiary. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and where are they located, Claire? Uh, they are located in Vancouver. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm in Canada. So I always think of the, the exchange right now, which is horrific. Um, <laughs> trying to, you know, buy stuff from the States is uh, it's unbelievably expensive. But I know it, you know, like being in Canada, I'm sure they, they uh, you know, yeah. have their prices accordingly we but worry about that yeah we, and we yeah. typically as a company we typically cover all of that like we don't I think you just pay the price that you see there shouldn't be any additional like GST or anything oh really okay yeah. now we gotta start talking <laughs> yeah 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 we take care of that for you so you are just for cycling, but I think you do other stuff like trail running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. triathlon is probably still in the cycling, but what else, what other uh, products does Jackaroo offer? Yeah, so so cycling is our our largest market, but we also cater to triathlon, um, Nordic, uh, and we have an oh, activewear okay. line as well, and we have a couple casual pieces in addition to that. Do you do shirts? t-shirts absolutely well they're not like we don't do like a cotton t-shirt um but we do a, a tech tee oh so. like who wants cotton anymore anyways <laughs> <laughs> like no thanks <laughs> i don't know if you want to work out in it I don't know. <laughs> no i'm like well i know this is this is a shirt that i love and i picked it up at a bar but nice. it it's like the softest material. I, there might be a little bit of cotton, but it's not like a hard, you know, stiff cotton shirt. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think anybody's into the cotton shirts too much. And well, maybe, but I'm I not. think that's a huge market as well. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. So is there anything else you could share with us? Because I want to like extend this. Like, tell us about, oh, tell us about all the, um, the events that you get like you go to on a yearly basis since you get to travel around? Uh, sure. Yeah. So once, you know, COVID hit, obviously, and that threw everyone for a loop and uh, we became a fully remote company and we're committed to, you know, making a fully remote company work now. Um, and once that happened, I was living in Oakland, California. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't necessarily need to be here. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, yeah, I took it upon myself to be fully remote. Um, I have a lot of flexibility and, and, uh, and freedom, let's say. Um, and so I just worked it out with my boss that, you know, we could really, um, grow our, our market, like boots on the ground marketing mm -hmm. by attending events and, and talking with customers both current and and future um and see you know what what the market really needs mm -hmm. uh, so I probably go to anywhere between 
I don't know, 20 to 40 events a year. Um, and and that's not all. Yeah. I mean, cycling is also my passion. I'm very into like endurance mountain bike specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not, it's all, it's not all Jacker sponsored events. That would be wonderful. I would love that, but, uh, (laughs) it's not all Jackery sponsored, but yeah, uh, I travel around the country. Um, this year we had the pleasure of sponsoring, let's see, um, a tour of the Gila, Um, So I was just over there and we were the Jersey sponsor for them in New Mexico. Um, Yeah, uh, we sponsor an endurance mountain bike series called Zia Rides, which are all over New Mexico, Arizona and Colorado. And so I've been to a couple of those. Um, Armed Forces Cycling Classic is coming up in a couple weeks here in Arlington, Virginia. So I'll be over there for that. Um, And then Tour of America's Dairyland, which is... uh, 11 days now I think they made it it's either 10 or 11 I think they added an extra day of crit racing um where is that it's in Wisconsin and it's the coolest race because it moves around like the Milwaukee area so it's like a traveling circus oh that's super cool now I know that um I'm participating in a huge charity ride in Toronto in a short like about three weeks as the ride to conquer cancer. And I noticed that their jerseys were Jack Roo and they were really nice. And that's why I was like, wow, these are, these are nice jerseys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pardon? So you should try us out. <laughs> I know. I know. I've, I, I've been with a company that I've been with BME for a very long time. And I was just, I was just thinking that maybe, maybe it is a time for a change yeah I like building long-term relationships and you know but uh sometimes there's it's always good for a little switch up yeah and I like to say yeah I like to say each because there's a lot of companies in our space Mm -hmm. um and I like to say that each company has something maybe that's unique to them that they offer that that works for some people and and maybe doesn't work for others so I think it's important to take a look around and and find out like you know what what is the value to you personally and then we can see if we can cater to that yes so speaking to that tell us can you share now I like the fact that that you can be like an individual solo athlete and decide to do your own jersey or maybe you're sponsored or um and you can go and have it created without being an extraordinary expense can you share like some of the the pricing for for like a one-off yeah absolutely so we our jerseys range anywhere if you're just getting one piece one jersey it's going to be anywhere from 99 dollars to 149 depending on which one you get mm-hmm um and that could be the design and I think it's the quick turnaround that's probably the most um attractive right yeah exactly the only other charges on top of that would be shipping um and tax where applicable but that's that's Mm -hmm. it everything else yeah design is included the yes the fast production and delivery time is all included does that come is that like when you turn talk a jersey you're not talking the full kit like this is just like one shirt yeah yeah that's the jersey right and then if you were to pair bibs with that it would be another like one 
29 to 149, depending on what you get. However, um, so we do like tiered pricing. So if you just buy the one piece, you're going to pay one piece pricing. But if you buy more than one piece, even if it's a jersey and a bib, then it drops. It drops okay. 20 percent. Yeah, for for two to five. Oh wow. Yeah, exactly. So um, we have, yeah, we've recently put a lot of work into updating our website. So we have um, we have a really cool system. I encourage everyone to check out www.jackroo.com. Um, and we have like a dynamic pricing model. Um, so you can always see like what you're going to pay. It's pretty simple to use. Complex to explain, but simple to use. Okay, so you can go in there and kind of price out your own kit exactly. or order and then see. So what kind of a discount do you get for like big club orders? Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's it's uh, by pricing tier. So if somebody's ordering in like the, you know, 50 quantity, you're going to be getting like somewhere around a 50% discount off that one piece pricing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we offer very generous discounts for for larger orders. Definitely, that is good to know. That is good to know. So, are you still um, competing now as a mountain biker? Uh, I like to say you I get to ride. I, <laughs> I participate in events. Um, <laughs> I longer race. Uh, that's that's my that's my yeah. formal stance. Yeah. So, which ones have you participated in this year? This year, I haven't done anything yet. Um, I'm so, like I said, uh, endurance mountain bike is what I enjoy. Um, I, I like 24 hour races. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a single speeder. So, oh, um, no way. You're not a, oh, well, I guess from being on track. Exactly. I can't you do mountain biking on a single speed. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so much okay. fun. And the community is awesome. Like there's a okay, very explain the fun part because I'm like not seeing it. <laughs> uh, it's you know, like mountain bikes all about like getting in your flow state. So yeah. when you just have one gear, like that's there's nothing to worry about, right? It's like they call it rung what you brung. And uh yeah, <laughs> I mean. Most of the time it's going to feel like the wrong gear, but it, it is what it is. And, you know, like there's definitely some stuff I end up like pushing my bike up. Um, there are some, oh, moments okay. yeah, totally spun out on a descent and just like tucked. Uh, but it's fun and it's the bike is super light. Um, I'm terrible with bike maintenance and a single speed hardtail is very little maintenance. Um, and then there's like, you know, I've done a lot of races where you have like these little pitchy climbs and the adrenaline rush when you get over one of those climbs, right? Uh, like it's just makes it worth it. So, um, yeah, so I love, I've done, um, I've done 24 hours in the old Pueblo, uh, three times and I, I won it twice. Um, I've done high cascades 100, which is a hundred mile mountain bike in Bend, Oregon, I think three times thinking about doing it this year. Um, I've done the, the 24 hour in Bend, Oregon, a couple times. I've done a 24 hour race, um, in New Mexico. I've done Tully ride 100. Um, and then I've done, wow. probably, yeah, two dozen 12 hour races. Those are, those are my favorite actually. Um, so does, um, 
does Jack response you to get in there? And do you do like a little uh, tent and chat and talk about? I'm always repping Yeah, I drive around the country in a Jackaroo van. So <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's another thing. That's a lot of driving. Yeah, it is. It is. So, okay. So since you drive, what do you do to keep your, to what do you listen to? Do you have your favorite podcast? Uh, you know, I think that this is going to be my new favorite podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I have a couple. I, I don't know if you are familiar with Rich Roll. No. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. So that's like, uh, that's a great one. He often has like these very high performing athletes or just high performing humans in general. Um, so I listen to those and they're long. <laughs> I mean, they're like two hours. Yeah, exactly. I think I've heard of this guy. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, and then my friend does a podcast as well called Cycle Jerks. Um, yeah, and that, that's a fun one. He always has great guests on there. Um, so yeah, definitely podcasts, typically around like performance or like athletic performance. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to get into like listening to some business ones, but. <laughs> how, to, how to financially stay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. are you on your on your own all the time when you go driving? I or am. You, oh, so you, really? Oh, yeah. that's pretty lonely. No teammate, not even once. Um, you know, so we're remote now and so our our team is spread across the country. Uh mm -hmm. I do get to meet up with people every so often. When I was in um New Mexico with Tour of the Gila, I have a, a colleague who lives in Tucson. So he drove okay. up and we got to hang out. He took photos of the race. Um, so that was fun. I got to see him then. Sometimes when I'm in the Bay Area, I get to touch base with my colleagues that are there. Um mm -hmm at Tour of America's Dairyland, uh, one of our reps from Georgia is going to fly up and, and help me out with, because it's 10 days and it's a lot. So she's going to, she's going to come out and help me. Yeah, exactly. And she's super fun. So I do so get to, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I do get to see, I'm not like by myself all the time. Yeah. I'm like, but 10 days, like 10 days in your, like in your tent. Yeah. So I, yeah. I do events a little bit differently. I actually don't, um, I don't like put up a booth and try and sell. Okay. Um, I work, I work with the event and so whatever, okay. yeah, whatever they need, I do. So it can be anything from like doing Jersey presentations or being interviewed on stage about our, our company. I can okay. do that. Um, if they need like a course marshal, throw me on in there. Right. Um, so yeah, really whatever, whatever like holes they need to fill, I, I just help out um, and I'm there mostly just building relationships. And I, my idea behind doing it that way is that um, it's a little bit more authentic <laughs> and people, mm. people typically see me around and they're like, you know, who are you? Why, why have you been here for so long? And, and I'm like, oh, I'm here. Jack Rue, we're the Jersey sponsor. And then we start to have a conversation that's a little bit more like natural and organic versus me just like standing behind a booth saying, hi, have you heard of Jack? Right. So yeah, the approach is a little bit different and, and it's, it's really fun. I enjoy it. That's really cool. Actually. I like that. Because it does get you out there and actually be participating in the whole event. And so you get to 
you know, be on site and instead of like, just like you said, sitting in your tent for like X number of hours, yeah. right out of your mind, seeing some people not. Yeah. I like yeah. that concept. At Toad, um, Tour of America's Dairyland last year, and they're an excellent organization to work with, by the way. Um, they even had me, like I got to be there for the call-ups for like the pro men and I got to shake, and the pro women, and I got to shake all their hands <laughs> and welcome oh, them. Sweet. That was totally cool, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So is there anywhere, anything else you can share with us, Claire? um that our listeners will want to take away did we miss anything on jackaroo well oh what's coming down the pipeline is there anything uh exciting oh there's always stuff brewing um we right, we're brewing yeah we're lucky to work with a um a team called project echelon um and they're like our uci men's team they dominate racing in the states um, and so we've been working with them on, on some new product that should be coming out, um, probably early next year, I would say, but, uh, yeah, with a focus on aerodynamics is what I'll say now. Oh, well, very nice. Are you working with any female, uh, athletes on improving female chamois maybe? I tend to test our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have a problem with any of our, of our female products, let me know. <laughs> um, I, I test a lot of our gear. We do, we have, we work with um, a, some female triathletes. Uh, Tamara Jewett is the one that we're working with right now. And she's like the, you know, the voice of females for our tri line um we're making a big push in triathlon this year mm. yeah so she's helping us with that oh awesome because i'm just thinking of some of the chamois that i've tried i'm like oh my god i don't know who puts these together but they are <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> yeah i think i will say i think we have the best bib shorts on the market oh do you have cargo bibs we do absolutely <gasps> oh and we have chamois options. So, you know, we have like the chamois that it comes with, which um, I think is great. It's called D20. I wore that chamois like in 24 hour races, no problem. But we have an upgraded option as well. And then once I tried that, I, I will never go back. So we have a, a cup, we take customization pretty seriously. So we try to offer options for, for a lot of different things. That's really good to know. Cause, uh, it's nice. I see, I like, I'm seeing more stuff like that where you can kind of uh, tailor, well, maybe not so much yet, but it is nice to be able to put together what it is that you want to purchase. Cause I know chamois are like bite bib shorts are a really personal thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, we try and sell some with our kit, but it's really hit and miss for people. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, because if they don't get to try them on because yeah. it's an online order, uh, things like that, that's kind of sensitive. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we, we try and address that as best we can. I mean, it is difficult. You're buying sight unseen and these things mm -hmm. are expensive, right? It's not yeah. like a $20 pair of jeans. Um, so we, yes. So what we do that I think is unique to us is we do offer like size replacements and exchanges and, um, you know, like 
we have an excellent customer service team. Our main priority is that you're comfortable in your gear. So if ever anybody gets something from Jack Roo that they don't like, we won't stick you with the product. We'll find something else, that, either a different size that fits better or a different item completely. Um, yeah, because we want you comfortable in what you're wearing. Yeah, that's great to know because customer service, again, for a lot of <laughs> and companies are almost number one, right? Like reviews, customer service. Um, yeah, of that nature. So where can everybody find you? Obviously, jackroo.com. Yep. And with socials, where's, uh, where's Jack Roo? Uh, so we're at Jackroo USA, J-A-K-R-O-O USA. There's no C in our name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jackery USA on Instagram. We also have Jackery Canada on Instagram as well. Awesome. And then Jackery on Facebook. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Finally, yay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for working with my schedule. I know it's, 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 we're all so busy and uh, I'm really blessed and grateful that you're able to fit us in and share everything about Jack Roo on our podcast for our listeners. So I encourage everybody to go check them out. Cause I know some people like to have like really cool tailored jerseys and here's a great option to put your own design on a Jersey or work with their designers um and get something that's unique to you so thank you so much and don't forget everybody follow jack Roo, follow the podcast on instagram and on youtube and i wish everybody that you have a great week thanks a lot claire take thank care you. everyone bye all right friends there you have it a quick sweet and very informative podcast episode with Claire from Jack Crew. And we spent a little bit of time talking about making transitions, their products, and also, um, yeah, just getting into some gear, which I'm super excited about. So if you have a club or a group, a small group, so remember she said that they cater to small orders, single orders, um, this is the place or the product or the company to look at. So if you have a, I know I have a friend who has a small group and uh, I think this just might be the ticket for her. So check them out. And uh, I look forward to hearing if you use them for your cycling group. So take care everyone. Have an amazing day and don't forget to ride your bike. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike.
And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.